Good morning, it's Councillor Glenn. It is Saturday, June 18th, although it does feel a lot cooler. It feels like a fall day. It feels like uh, October or something. Um, I'm here near Iber Street. There's something I wanted to show you. So let's uh, flip the camera here. Uh, I wanted to talk about some construction happening in the community. So bear with me here. There's a sign up here at the end of Iber Road and Abbott Street. There we go. Can you see that? Road renewal. Spring 2022. $88 million investment. Uh, I wanted to tell you a little bit about that. Uh, there's a couple things happening around this area. One is uh, road renewal resurfacing on Abbott Street and another one on Hoban Street. Now these projects do not cost $88 million each. Uh, it's a sign that's up just to indicate the total price tag for that. Uh, so I can assure you it will not cost $80 million to resurface Abbott. Um, starting next week, uh, the last week of June, we're going to see work begin on Abbott Street. That's a $1.5 million project to resurface Abbott Street from Stittsville, Maine to Iber Road. And on Hoban Street, it's $780,000 uh, to resurface the street between Kyle Street and Carp Road. So a couple big projects there. Some other construction impacts uh, on Trailway Circle. Uh, next week, there's going to be a closure near where the new homes are under construction on Trailway. They need to connect the homes to services, uh, to, to hydro, basically. So they need to shut the, uh, the road down there. So watch for detour signs and more information there. The construction of the Beach Fern Bridge is going to be starting soon. That's over um, along Pool Creek behind Holy Spirit School along the uh, along the trail there. Uh, so they're replacing the bridge. That'll take a few weeks over the course of the summer. And date to be determined, but uh, they're going to be replacing the Pool Creek culvert at, on Jonathan Pack Street, so right near Beverly. So there's going to be a closure of Jonathan Pack near Beverly. Dates to be determined. I think it's in August, but we're still waiting to get the date on that. Anyways, hope you've had a good week. Uh, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of updates about what's happening here in Spitzville um, and around the whole city and some upcoming events at the end as well that you should know about. Uh, first of all, we got word this week that the first pass of storm cleanup has been completed. So what that means is the trucks have gone around and picked up branches from curbside. They've been to every street once and now they're going to be starting a second pass. So you really, if, you, if you've got branches and debris and so on uh, at your home, you want to bring that out to the curb right away. There will be trucks going around. It'll take a few weeks to get to everything. It's a very labor-intensive job. So uh, also if you've got stumps, they will pick them up, but there might be some specialized equipment they need to bring in. Uh, crews are continuing to clean up parks and public areas. I heard, although I haven't seen it yet, that they did get to some of the trees that were leaning over the pathway uh, behind Forest Creek in the Amberwood neighborhood. Uh, so they did get that underway. They're, they're really trying to focus first and foremost on trees that may still pose a hazard to people and property. And it is really slow work, especially along some of these pathways where the access is really difficult. It's very different than say a roadway where you've got lots of room to work. It's a very confined and closed space and difficult access for the machinery. So, appreciate all of your patience on that. Um, 
they're also still working on parks in our community. So again, they've gotten done a, a start on many parks, tried to get rid of the uh, trees that were, were uh, fallen onto trails or causing a hazard, but there's still a lot of debris to be taken away. So this will, like I've been saying all along, kind of the mantra of this, this will take not days, but weeks, not weeks, but days. It's a very big cleanup here in Stittsville and across the entire city. Also, as a result, the same people who do regular park maintenance, like mowing the lawns of parks, they're busy cleaning up from the storm still, almost a month since the storm. So appreciate everyone's patience. I think looking around myself at the parks, I think uh, they've really made some strides over the last ten, uh, seven or 10 days in terms of catching up on the park maintenance, but they're still a little bit behind and really uh, do uh, do but let's be patient and understanding of our hardworking park crews. They really are working all out and as hard as they can, not only to clean up after the storm, but to keep parks maintained as well. If you do see something that needs attention, please call 311. And this could be anything from a, a tree that might have fallen, or it could be a garbage receptacle that needs to be emptied. Call 311 and staff will be on it right away. Um, that's the fastest way to reach city staff, especially on evenings and weekends. So appreciate your cooperation with that. Uh, the week that was, my goodness, it's been a very, very busy week. Uh, here in Stittsville, we had a great meeting on Wednesday evening on Zoom. Thank you to everyone attended it. It was about the environmental assessment for future work to upgrade Stittsville Main Street, north of Jackson Trails and Huntmar Drive north of Maple Grove. Now there is information on my website as well as a link to a survey that you can take to provide your feedback or you can go to engage.ottawa.ca. Uh, we had a great turnout to that Zoom meeting but really important that anyone who has comments or questions that you participate in this process. Now that the actual construction work is still probably four or five years away at least but it's important to get this preliminary work done now so the proper budgeting and preparations can be made for it when that budget is available. It's been a busy week at City Hall. I was at a Transit Commission meeting on Wednesday. We had some good news, some bad news. The good news, reliability of LRT has been excellent over the past four months. Since the occupation, when they did have to shut down LRT for a little bit uh, due to the police operation, uh, we've seen 99% reliability and operation with LRT. So that's February, late February, March, April, into May, and now into June, 99%. By any standard, by any city standard, uh, across across the world, 99% uptime for a train system is excellent. Uh, the challenging and the bad news is around buses. We're continuing to see issues with the lack of driver availability. OC Transpo's uh, undertaking a massive recruitment campaign. And in fact, a couple dozen new recruits started just this week. Uh, but uh, there's still a lot of issues with buses being cancelled uh, because of a driver and operator shortage. I've, I have shared some information on my website about that. If you're interested, go on my website and search for OC Transpo and you'll find that from a few weeks back when I shared some information. On Thursday we had a super long meeting, 10 hours of the planning community, uh, planning committee and the community and protective services committee and we were looking at two items. Um, how we can prevent rent evictions. This is where uh, landlords evict tenants who are paying a lower rent, do a big renovation job, and then bring in uh, higher rent 
and uh, higher income tenants. And it's a challenge because it means we lose some of that affordable housing stock that we so badly need within our community. Uh, so we spent about five hours discussing that and another five hours discussing inclusionary zoning. A really good discussion we heard from about a dozen delegations, public delegations and stakeholders. Uh, a great chance for a very open and public discussion about what inclusion, what inclusionary zoning is and is not, uh, what it can do and what it can't do, and what a solution might look like for the City of Ottawa. So we've directed staff to come back to us in about a year's time with rules and regulations around inclusionary zoning to provide for a minimum percentage of affordable housing units within rentals and condos near transit stations in Ottawa. I also had a motion that we go to the province and ask them to extend the range of affordable inclusionary zoning beyond just transit stations. Because right now, in the province of Ontario, you're only allowed to do that as a city near transit stations. But I think it would make sense to expand that to other transit priority areas. For example, Carling Avenue, uh, Maryville Road, other, other transit priority routes, Baseline, Heron, uh, it would make a lot of sense to do that. So we'll see what the province comes back to us with. Here in Stittsville on Monday night, I was really happy to participate in a strategy brainstorming session with uh, Amberwood, residents in Amberwood and the uh, Recreation Association there. They're looking at the future. How do they uh, expand? How do they improve? How do they engage more with the community for the great recreation facility at Amberwood? They've got, of course, the golf course, swimming pool, pickleball, and tennis, tennis courts skiing in the winter, all sorts of great ideas. Uh, that group has some really, really dedicated volunteers and some great leadership. So happy to see the uh, great engagement and turnout there. Looking forward to uh, some great things from Amberwood. Uh, this week at City Hall, uh, lots going on. We have a Board of Health meeting on Monday evening. I also wanted to highlight on, on June 23rd, we have a planning committee meeting and there are a couple of Stittsville items. We're going to be asked to approve the Spitzville Main Street Community Design Plan. Uh, this is the plan for pedestrian and cycling upgrades as well as uh, other streetscape beautification projects like street lights, for example. I was down a little earlier on Spitzville Main Street and every time I go down there, it's like there's another, another one of those street lights that, that has been damaged or has been lost for whatever reason. So that's going to be a priority. Anyhow, it's a planning committee on Thursday and then uh, 1849 Maple Grove uh, that's a Madame project on Maple Grove Road it's the one where the, the two stone houses are on that property those are being retained and incorporated into the new development so that's good but both of these these items are a planning committee on Thursday you can find more information on the city's website and I'll be sharing some thoughts and information uh, probably Monday or Tuesday on the website as well and if you have any questions please get in touch Okay, I want to turn now to upcoming events. There's a lot going on in our community right now. Uh, June 22nd, that is on Wednesday, we're doing a webinar with, with uh, Constable Jeff Kostich from the Ottawa Police on car thefts in our community. We've had over 100 people sign up, which is amazing. Uh, we, if, you, if you're interested, if you want to participate, it will be on Zoom. We'll also do it on Facebook Live, but you can register for it on my website, glengower.ca. That's Wednesday evening, June 25th, an event that I am really looking forward to. It's Welcome to Spitzville. It's our multicultural showcase at Village Square Park. Everyone is welcome, and please come out. 
Uh, we've got, uh, well, I've got about 12 or 15 exhibitors there. Uh, some music, some dance, uh, some demonstrations, some food, uh, lots of opportunities to see the diversity in our community. And if you're new to the community in any way, come on out. We've also got some great uh, services there, community services, who would like to introduce themselves to you and uh, welcome you to the community. So matter, no matter where you're from, if you're, if you're new to our community from the United States, Toronto, Calgary, or from uh, Europe, Asia, uh, anywhere in the world that you might be coming from, uh, we want to welcome you to Stittsville. That's next Saturday afternoon at Village Square Park at Stittsville, Maine, and Abbott. Another event that we're hosting that's coming up is on June 29th, another Wednesday. Uh, we're partnering with Enviro Center to give a family cycling workshop on June, uh, on June 29th. Uh, it's on Zoom and it's tips and tricks for you and your family to enjoy family cycling in our community. Uh, other community events coming up, uh, the 21st, that's next Tuesday, National Indigenous Peoples Day, so lots happening around the nation's capital to, to celebrate uh, that day. It's the uh, summer solstice, the longest day of the year on Tuesday. Today, I'm going to be joining uh, the fun at Yakabuski Park. That's in the Fernbank neighborhood uh, near Cope Street. Yakabuski Park, it's the Foley Peters Party in the Park. Uh, this is an annual event that, uh, well, this is the first time they dip, they've done it at Yakabuski Park. They're doing that this Saturday. Next Saturday, they're doing the annual event at Pioneer Plains Park at Jackson Trails. I'm going to be there from uh, 11 till 1, I believe, handing out some freezies with my team. But I believe the event goes from 10 to 2. Lots of great stuff for families. So if you're in the Fernbank area or beyond, head over to Mark Yakabuski Park uh, for Party in the Park today. Uh, this evening, the Stittsville United Church, they're hosting a community music and dance event. They're at the corner of Fernbank and Stittsville Main Street. I believe it starts at 5 or 6 p.m. It's a free event, but they're encouraging donations. It's a family event. They've got a band there, and it uh, sounds like a great event later on today. And then on June 26th, that's next Sunday, the Eco West Enders are doing the first in a series of Family Cycle Sundays. So they're going to be starting at the market at the park on Sunday mornings and heading out on a bike ride. Uh, check out their website. You can go uh, and search for Eco West Enders. And there's a registration page where you can sign up. They're asking you to register in advance for that. And of course, the regular weekly markets continue. Every Saturday, like today, there's the, uh, there's the market at Holy Spirit Church on Shea Road. And uh, every Sunday, there's the market at the barn. So if you're looking for something to do on uh, Saturday or Sunday morning, great activity there. I think that's it for upcoming events. I told you there, were, there was a lot going on. That's six or seven right there. Uh, two more quick things. Updated on my website this week, uh, two pieces of information. One is about Bell Utility work and uh, ongoing work happening in the community and planned work happening in the community. You can go to glengower.ca slash bell, B-E-L-L, -L, to see information there. And also updated information on blasting. Go to glengower.ca slash blasting, where we share information about all of the blasting activities that we are aware of and uh, it's a, a resource that we, we update constantly whenever we get more info from the builders. Uh, by the way, my website, a great place. We update it almost every single day with information. So if you're looking for the most up-to-date info about 
news, events, information, activities happening here in Stittsville, head to glengower.ca. That's it for me today. It is chilly. I am cold out here on, uh, on a Saturday in June, uh, and it's very windy as well, so please, uh, please watch out. I'm, I'm still concerned. We're a month here, almost a month. It'll be a month Tuesday since the storm in May. I am concerned about trees that are damaged that we might not know have been damaged and are in danger of falling over when we get these windy days. So please be aware, please be alert. If you do see caution tape out in a local park or pathway, please respect that tape. It is for your own safety and maybe have a chat with your kids as well about being careful in some of our forested wooded areas because as I said at the start of this video, the cleanup is still continuing. Big thank you for everybody for watching today. Uh, for listening today on, on one of our podcast links. And if you have any questions, concerns, need more information, please send me an email at glenn.gower at ottawa.ca. Uh, wishing everyone a very happy Father's Day. That's uh, tomorrow. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. Bye.